Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Of course, the Winter Olympics coming up in Beijing, not too far off, uh, early next year. The biggest event at the Winter Olympics, especially for Canadians, is uh, men's hockey, right? That, that's going to be the one that, uh, you know, becomes the huge story here. Uh, Canada's reputation as a hockey superpower on the line every time this happens. Well, this time, um, another superpower, not a hockey superpower by any means. China is the topic of some pretty high-level discussions as to whether or not they're even going to be allowed to participate. So uh, we're going to chat with Reed Wilkins about this. Hey, Reed, how you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well, Shay. Thanks for having me. It's kind of an interesting story because traditionally with the Olympics, right, if you're the host country, you're allowed to have an entry. That's You know, it's kind of like the Memorial Cup that way. Uh, so China, I think, is assuming they're going to be part of the Olympics, but the IIHF is now saying, yeah, maybe that's not a good idea, right? And I find that really interesting because I, I feel like the WIHF has never really said that before. No, I don't like, think they ever have. If, if you look at <laughs> if you look at some of the um, teams that have played in international tournaments in the past, whether it's uh, Olympics or men's worlds, because yeah. they've you know they keep expanding the field. I mean, I think when uh, you know when we were younger back in the day, it was an eight team tournament, and now they got the four pools of four, and, and the women's tournament has expanded from eight to ten. I don't think they they've liked it that there have been teams that have lost games, you know, twelve one eight nothing sure. or whatever. But it's sort of been part of the the history of the tournament that that happens. So it's curious that this is coming up, and it's interesting that it's happening uh, with the host team, who I think should be allowed to participate re- regardless of their quality. That, like you said, that's how it works in the past. Yeah. Lots of Canadian and, uh, Edmonton co- connections to the potential roster for the Chinese team. You know, brothers, uh, Spencer Fu and Parker Fu are both from Edmonton. Um, you got Jason Fram playing uh, for the Cunlin Red Star team. He, he's a former U of A golden bear. So it, it, it is curious to me because we've seen, um, you know, even in the men's tournament, Jay, and I, I think this kind of leads to a larger discussion it, it, that hockey is not as big as it is in Canada. And there's nothing wrong with the passion we have for it or the excellence that Canada has generally exhibited in hockey over the years. Hockey is not a truly international sport. No, definitely not. Scrambling to find 12 teams to play in an international <laughs> tournament. And, and yes, over the years, I think we've seen, you know, Switzerland become more competitive. You know, Latvia hung in that game uh, against Canada at the Olympics, uh, I guess, back in 20, not 2010, 2014. Um, but, but generally, it's kind of, okay, if you look on the, in, a, in a, any given men's tournament, there's probably seven or eight teams that are competitive. Right. But even teams five, six, and seven might need a break or two to get, to get a medal. And then in, in, in women's hockey, it is basically the history of the Canadian-American rivalry. Yes, there have been a couple tournaments where those teams have been upset, but they've been huge upsets. And I do think other teams on the women's side have improved, but so have Canada and the United States along the way, right? So you've still got uh, kind of kind of a gap. I, I mean, I, I just me personally, I, I would hope they leave China in. I, I think they should have the opportunity to have a team in their 
home Olympics. So I was kind of surprised when I saw this being talked about to the extent that it was. Yeah, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, in hearing from some of the, as you say, I think it's that, that Kunlun team from Beijing that plays in the KHL, 19 uh, um guys off the roster are Canadians, I think. Um, so, I mean, they're, they brought in a lot of Canadians to try and grow the game in China. And that's part of the effort here. And they, to them, they recognize they're probably going to get destroyed. But at the same time, it's a big step forward for expanding the reach of the game and, you know, establishing a foothold within China. So there is that argument to it, too, which makes sense. Well, and you're right. If if you're trying to get maybe youngsters interested yeah. in the sport, is it is it not better just that they have a team in the tournament and at least they can see, okay, well, we participated, even if we lost seventeen nothing. At least we were on the had guys on the same ice as Connor McDavid or uh, Austin Matthews or Leon Dreisaitl. By the way, all of whom are going to play. Like the pool that China is in is Canada, the United States, and Germany. Oof. Um, I, I, like I'm not saying it would be any easier for them if they were with Finland, Sweden, and Slovakia like Latvia is, but you know, it's just kind of interesting that they're getting Canada, the U.S., and then from an Edmonton angle, they get Germany as well and Dreisaitl is going to be on the team. But yeah, I mean that's that's the whole interesting thing where is it once you see that once the future generation at least see their players competing yeah. at a high level. It might take a while to get there, but I, I mean, I certainly think there's a Canadian angle there. Uh, if you look at some other sports, um, I mean, now there's way more Canadians in the NBA than than ever before. Well, how old were these guys when Steve Nash was winning MVPs in I think 05 and 06, right? Yeah. What's going to happen? H- how might our soccer program be uh, three World Cups from now? having seen what these guys are doing, you, you know, how is that going to help? So if, if the sport of hockey is going to grow in other nations, then I, then yeah, it's, it's probably important just to have, have teams in, in high level tournaments though. Yeah. How exciting is it going to be if, if they are, if they are getting throttled or maybe you look up the history of some of these players and they're like, Oh, they actually grew up in Edmonton. They're, they weren't born in like, I mean, that's exactly that's yeah. the thing, right? Like it, it's, it's hard to get a foothold in a sport if, if you've never been a power in that sport, it is hard to work your way up. But I still think it's better to have them in the tournament than not if you want to have a chance of, of someday being better. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And here's the other thing, Reid. Okay, so you take China out because you're worried that they're going to get just, you know, hammered by all these, by the U.S. and Canada. Who are you going to bring in? I think Norway is the next considered. Yeah, Norway would be the team. And it's not yeah. going to be that much better than the outcome China would face, I wouldn't think. Uh, no. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> how are you so any that, farther ahead? <laughs> that's why I'm surprised. I mean, I'm just double-checking the, uh, the world rankings. Well, Norway's 11, which is actually not bad. Yeah, okay. And China's 32, so it would be a, a fairly... <laughs> Well, China's ranked lower than Spain. That's uh, that's oh, surprising. Boy. As I'm double checking, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know they played hockey in Spain. Uh, well, you'd be surprised how many teams have a because when they do the World Championships, there are, I believe, three divisions lower than the pool Canada plays. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah, like they have the there's like the World 
tournament and then there's an A tournament, a B tournament, and, and a C tournament. So a lot of teams play. Yeah. And yeah, probably a lot of those countries might be Canadians or Americans or Europeans who have uh, you know connections to those countries and are, and are able to play. So if you go by the rankings, Norway uh, would be a step up. I mean, Norway, the, based on the current rankings, Norway is one spot higher than Denmark, who is in the tournament. Hmm. But okay. still, uh, I mean, when was the last time Norway... Or Denmark. A, yeah, yeah, like made a huge impact at an international tournament. I mean, basically, it's going to be, you know, who the, the, the top seven, like I said. Um, maybe, the, I, I guess the top eight. I mean, Switzerland, as we know, has been kind of a pesky opponent. Yeah, has, has they can hang around. Results, but, but, yeah, I mean, I, ideally, sure, it's probably an eight-team tournament, and you, it, uh, it's a full round robin where you play everybody once, and then, and then you have semifinals and a final as opposed to this pool play. And when do we find out? Next week, right? That's when they have to set the slate? Yeah. I, 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 again, I, I don't know why they would. It's just weird now they're they're talking about this. Like, why yeah. would they want to? Because they never have before. I mean, did they think that China was going to all of a sudden be ranked sixth in the world by this time? <laughs> I mean, certainly, you know, okay, that's the that's the host nation. But it's, you know, it's another thing that's interesting. Now, this. China, the, the hockey is being played in a in a big stadium, like an eighteen thousand seat stadium. They're right. also using a ten thousand seat stadium, but it's an NHL sized arena. Even Salt Lake City in two thousand two, that was not an NHL sized facility. I believe it was around nine thousand. So, I, I I get what you said, and I and I've heard that I've heard the Winter Olympics described in the past as uh, a hockey tournament with a bunch of quirky events right. going on at the same time. And that is probably true in Canada and probably true in a lot of places in the world, but not everywhere. Not everywhere. Uh, I, I mean, depending on what a country excels in, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, Lillehammer, Norway had the uh, the Winter Olympics in 92, I want to say, 92 or 94. And I'm sure the cross-country skiing and the ski jumping were, were huge. Were huge, I mean, of I, course, I used yeah. To, when, I, when I lived in Lloydminster, I used to interview Becky Scott quite a bit because she was from Vermilion and that's when she was competing in the Olympics. And she said like world cup events in Norway for cross country skiing would draw 50,000 people just scattered around the course. And, and she said like when she would walk down the street in Norway, she would be recognized as a Canadian cross country skier. Right. <laughs> so it is, it is interesting how, but the, I mean, the hockey tournament is big no matter what, but it is interesting how uh, if you go to different parts of the world, you might see uh, emphasis or or the headlines centering around different sports, not just men's hockey. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, and uh, I guess we'll wait and find out next week. Thanks so much, Reed. Appreciate it. Okay, see you, Shay. Yeah, talk to you later. It's Reed Wilkins, host of Inside Sports on 630 Ched. It really is an interesting story, and, and like Reed, I'm not sure why it came up this time. Because typically it doesn't. If you're the host country and you want a team, you put in a team. Uh, maybe in, in years past, uh, countries recognized that that would not be a good idea or a good look for them, so they didn't offer up players. Um, but it, China is... It, 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 this is how far they've gone. In fact, there's a team that used to be based in China. It's still owned by China. It's still a Chinese team, but they have relocated to a suburb of Moscow so they can play in the KHL, the Russian league, so they can get some idea of where they stack up against, you know, professional hockey players. Uh, KHL, not the NHL, but close, probably the closest. So they've been competing in that league for a while, and right now a bunch of IIHF officials are there watching this Kunlun Red Star team 
uh, compete to see how they're doing. And uh, it's, I guess, ultimately, they can make the decision. They're watching them play two games and evaluating their players. And as I said, you know, of 19 of their players, I believe, are Canadian or played hockey in Canada or have ties to Canada. You know what I mean? So it's a Chinese team made up almost entirely of Canadian hockey players. And and they want to go, and they, and, and they think it would be an important step in terms of expanding the footprint of the game and, uh, you know, encouraging the people of China to get involved in hockey. So it could be a growth opportunity. 